girl, Tamara Allison, and welcome to the She Leads Period podcast. If this is your first time listening in, I'm so excited to have you. Thank you. It's because of you we're able to do what we do. You are literally our motivation. Um, and so thank you for tuning in. And if you are, you know, one of our regulars, one of those who at the very beginning been rocking with me, welcome back. You know, we always keep it real and relevant here at the She Leads Period podcast, right? And I just wanted to uh, kind of talk with you about something today that's near and dear to me. Um, and it's about, um, burnout. I know that we are so focused on us actually mobilizing each other and taking the lead. And, um, you know, I've met some amazing women throughout my life and they're all very focused. Um, but what I don't really hear a lot of people talk about is the burnout, um, that can happen. So today I've literally dedicated this episode so that you don't feel isolated, um, especially as it relates to mental health, right? We don't talk enough about that in the Christian culture um, or even as women. Um, we deal heavily with our emotions and we'll do a spa day, but we really don't talk about how to protect our mental health. And we can do that by really focusing in avoiding and setting up a plan of actions for us to activate when we are experiencing burnout or to avoid burnout. So I wanted to talk to you a little bit about that today and I'll never forget um, there was a time I believe yeah I was I was 21 years old when my mother passed um, away. Um, it was unexpected. She didn't have any terminal illnesses or anything like that. She literally passed away in the driveway of my parents' home. Um, I wasn't living at home at the time, um, but when I got the call, I definitely, um, you know, rushed over. And we got the news at the hospital, and we were told by the doctors that your mom didn't make it. Um, I am, if you've been following and listening to the podcast, you know that I am a the only girl and I have four brothers and all of my brothers just collapsed on me at the hospital once we got the news. And now they were expecting me to kind of take up that slack um, because I'm not the oldest, but I was the responsible one. And oftentimes when you are a leader, you are a leader because you are responsible. That's one of the attributes of leading. Well, they knew this about me. So everyone kind of defaulted to me and was like, hey, plan mom's funeral. Hey, pay the bills. Hey, we don't know what she did with the accounts. We don't know what she did with the bank accounts. We don't know. She had money on her. Did she pay the mortgage? Did she do this? Did she do that? All of these things literally fell into my lap when my mom passed away. Now, mind you, I'm 21. I am in my first marriage that is not going well. Um, it's a verbally abusive marriage at this point. It has not escalated um, into the physical abuse until later on, but it's a verbally abusive marriage. I have two small children at home. I have a five-year-old, and I believe Liana was maybe one or one and a half at the time. Um, so I had my own household, my own marital problems. Now my mother died, and not only do I have to plan her funeral, um, my dad was too heartbroken. It was his childhood sweetheart, too heartbroken to go in and view the body, to go in and pick out the casket, to go in and do those things that you would think a parent 
um, would do, um, but he wasn't able to emotionally. So that all defaulted to me. And I will never forget as I was planning the funeral and trying to go between taking the food and stuff that people were bringing to my brothers and my dad and making sure their bills were paid and then coming home to pay my bills and help my kindergartner with her homework and take care of the one and a half year old while I'm arguing with uh, a husband and trying to go to work because I was employed full time. And oh, did I mention that I was also in school? I was trying to finish up my accounting degree and all of this was happening and I never thought this could happen to me, but it did. I had to go to the hospital to pick up my mom's things and I literally had a breakdown in the middle of the street. I got out of the car and I'm in the middle of the street screaming at the top of my lungs. I don't even remember what I was screaming. All I know is I felt like all the air, like my balloon had popped. I had had it. Um, I was tired of being responsible. I was tired of being the one that everyone could depend on. I needed to be able to depend on somebody, and I felt like I had nobody. Um, I was the dependable wife, the dependable mom, the dependable daughter. I was everything to everybody, and I never stopped to say, hey, Tamara, you're taking on too much. You're getting ready to experience burnout. Now, my burnout might manifest in a different way than yours does because we're different people. So some of you are going home and you're actually maybe drinking. Maybe you're taking melatonin and saying, I just need to be able to sleep. When really your body is saying, you're burnt out, you're done. You're at max capacity right now. And after I literally, the nurses and people are coming from the hospital and they're like, ma'am, are you okay? I'm hitting them off of me. Very dramatic scene. They're trying to get me out of the middle of the street. I could have got hit by a car. I don't even remember parking my car in the middle of the street. All I knew is I just needed to let it all out. I screamed. I cried. And when I finally got on the curb, they assessed me. They were like, do you need to go to mental hospital? You know, this is what was happening to me. And at that moment, I felt like, I didn't have a choice to say no, and that's what caused the burnout. I couldn't step away because if I stepped away, everything else was going to fall apart. And I want to tell you, just because you are the leader does not mean that you always have to take the lead or have an answer. You can lead by example and saying, hey, I don't know. Let me get help. I'm at max capacity right now. Well, no one ever told me that, especially as an African-American woman. You know, you see it in the news. You see it on TV. You see it in Wakanda Forever. You know, all of these different shows, Woman King. We have the woman, Wonder Woman. We have the woman modeled as I can bear everything that life takes at me. And we have bought into that myth and mental health is a crisis in our culture because we do not take a pause to self-evaluate and say, hey, my plate is at its full capacity. I'm going to have to say no or I'm going to have to take a break and get myself together and take a moment to reset, recalibrate myself. Well, they didn't commit me, thank God. They didn't 5150 me or do anything like that. I wasn't thinking about committing harm or harming myself, but I definitely went to um, a good friend's house and she said, listen, you're not going home. 
they can watch the kids. They can take care of themselves. If they don't go pick their food up from the church, then they just don't eat. Like, it's okay for you to say, I need to take some time for me. And I did two days of that. And literally, I can feel myself coming back to life. I needed to sleep. I had slept like I had never slept before. And I could really start readjusting my life and putting priorities in place. And I literally had to tell my dad and my brothers, I'm sorry, I can no longer manage two households. You're going to have to, you know, I'm, I'm here to transfer it over. I'm here to answer any questions I can assist you but I can't lead on this I'm at my max capacity and my priorities are my two small children I'm still grieving and I have a family and I need to make sure I focus on that and that was one of the hardest things I had to do why because I thought being a leader meant being perfect I thought being a leader meant having the answers I thought if I'm really going to be a leader I need to know what to do all the time I need to be misdependable. And here's the newsflash. That's not my job. There's only one person who can be all-knowing, all-dependable. His name is Jesus. My name's Tamara. Okay? I had to take a moment and say, hey, my capacity has been reached. I would love to help you. Maybe I can answer some questions. Or maybe I can come by later, give you a few hours. But I can't be your be-all and end-all. They were upset. They felt I was abandoning them, so I did take some backlash. I'm, I'm going to be very transparent with you, and they, we've talked about this as a family, um, so I'm sure that they're okay with me sharing it. We, I, I took some backlash, um, and I know everybody was grieving, but I had to do it for my own mental health. I had to set boundaries. I had to take a moment and step back. And oftentimes, ladies, when we are taking the lead, I do not want you to misconstrue that being a leader means that you always have to be on duty. You always have to be on call to everyone and everybody. Okay. Everybody's emergency is not your emergency. If they mismanage their finances, that has nothing to do with you right? You have to make sure that you are taking the lead in your own mental health, right? If anybody's going to check on you, it needs to be you. If anyone's going to set the boundaries and say, hey, I'm at max capacity, I can feel myself tapping out. You have to take the lead on that. A part of you leading is leading your own mental health, making sure that you're checking in, being self-aware, taking those moments. Here's the thing, as much as I love getting my nails done, my pedicure, getting my hair done, that's the surface level. If you're going to get your hair done and your nails done and then add 20 to 30 hours of pressure on your back and on your mental uh, <laughs> uh, capacity over this limit, that one to two to three hours of self-care is not going to be enough to maintain a ment mental healthy um state of mind, right? So we're talking about taking the lead in your mental health and avoiding the downfalls in leadership. And one of the major downfalls in leadership is burn out. Um, you can get burnout through a variety of ways and it can manifest um, or show itself um, in a variety of ways. But one of the main things that women, as we're taking the lead, we experience burnout when we have lack of recognition, I'm going to tell you that right there will send you to the edge. Why? 
because believe it or not we love to perform we love to perform and perform well we want the attaboy we want the good job we want to be acknowledged for our sacrifice our efforts um, our pain our push our grind our hustle right we want to be recognized for that and when you constantly are putting in um, the effort into a relationship, into a job, into a business, into a career, into anything. And if it's not coming back and saying, hey, I see you. Great job. Thank you. We appreciate you. We know you did your best. Um, and you're not getting that recognition for your efforts. You're going to work your wheels until you spin out of control. So one of the re- one of the ways, sorry, not reasons, one of the ways that you can minimize that burnout is communicating that you need recognition, right? That's how you work. Words of affirmation is your love language. Love languages don't just work in relationships, ladies. They work across the board. So if you have a team member that doesn't know that you work well in a positive environment where your um, contributions are being affirmed, then guess what? You're going to spin, 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 burn out. And then at that point, that's when you cussing out the boss. That's when you're going off on the team. That's when you're snapping at your kids. That's when you're hanging up or getting into arguments at home because you're burnt out. You're at max capacity. And what you really need is to take a moment back and let people know, hey, I need two days. I need three days. And then I need to have a place, a healthy place that I can vent, a healthy place I can get these emotions out, right? And then you're going to come back and say, hey, this is why I'm feeling this way. And you're going to want to communicate that, especially if it's at the job or a career or you're trying to build a business or things like that. You want to communicate to that boss, um, those on your team, hey, Y'all saw the hard work that I put into this campaign and I really felt like no one had my back and it wasn't acknowledged when it came to the end. It's okay to communicate that, but it's you're going to need to take pause, right? You're going to need to understand that burnout comes one of the ways, especially um, among women, because we wait for people to acknowledge us. We don't fight for it. We don't come out and acknowledge ourselves because we feel like somehow that's, you know, prideful or whatever. We don't own our greatness. We want others to validate us. And then we get super annoyed when it doesn't happen. And I'm telling you, ma'am, you're on your way to burnout. I'm telling you, you need to own your greatness, recognize yourself if you have to. There's nothing wrong with that. Hey, I just wanted to say that I made the most sales this month. Thank you. Um, you know, you know, thank the team if you want to, but on your greatness, you know what I mean? Make sure you're going forward or taking a step back and recognizing yourself um, in a way, in a healthy way where you're not at burnout, trying to overperform to earn something that you you've already earned it. Right. You did what you did. You are who you are. You're great in your own self. So you don't really necessarily need to rely so heavily on external um, validation. Because if you do, burnout will come, okay? So burnout is different from exhaustion, though. Some of you are tired, and a good vacation will do you good. (laughs) Nothing wrong with it. I'm going to Mexico. Um, You know, can't wait to go to Jamaica. I pencil those things in. If I'm pushing out... 
um, an, uh, a project or something I'm working on, I do make sure I schedule some fun time, some family fun time, some me fun time, some fun times with my girls, because I'm usually grinding it out when I'm working on a project, right? So that's okay. Exhaustion is different from burnout. Um, so you just have to know the difference, okay? And um, if we're going to avoid that burnout from lack of recognition, make sure you, again, celebrate the small wins, uh, get the high fives from, you know, those who love you and do appreciate you and communicate that you need that. There's nothing wrong with saying I need that. This is how I thrive. Right now, I want to talk about the second top um, downfalls to leadership, and that would be perfectionism. Yep. That word. Perfect. Um, I was watching a TED Talk, and they had did a study on the TED Talk, and they had researched fifth grader, fifth grade boys, fifth grade girls, okay? And the fifth grade girls had outperformed the boys in every subject, math, science, English, right? I mean, by 60%, the girls were killing the boys. Then they did a study with the girls and boys, but at the college, at the collegiate level, and the boys outperformed the girls. And they were doing the research saying what happened. The girls were ahead by like 60%, like just taking over, making the boys look like they, you know, could go back home. They needed to repeat fifth grade maybe. The difference was that the girls, when they were looking at the assessment further, is that the boys were more willing to take a risk than the girls were and the girls focus was on being perfect so if they couldn't the answers obviously at the collegiate level were more essay type questions so their answers were predicated on perfection versus taking a risk and when you look at even how we were raised um we tell little girls what do we tell them oh no 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 be careful you have a dress on don't do this don't do that we're teaching them how to operate in the life of perfection which doesn't exist right but when our little boys run and fall what do we do oh get up Dust yourself off. You you okay? You better go run. I see you over there. You, you're a little boy. Don't you be crying, right? This is how we talk to boys. Jump off, baby. Take the risk. Our little girls, we pamper them. We tell them if it's not perfect, it's not right. We're training our daughters to do this, right? We've been trained to do this. I'll never forget. I was definitely the tomboy as a child. So on picture day, my mom was like, it's pointless because I was coming back. My pigtails was all crooked. My dresses, lace was ripped. I wanted to run and climb trees. And my mom was like, no, 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 no. That's not what girls do. They made me focus on being perfect. But in a world where there's nothing that's perfect, we won't take the risk if we don't have it all together. We will literally burn ourselves out as leaders, as women who are trying to take the lead, because guess what? We'll never take the lead because it's never the right moment. It's never the perfect moment to launch the business. It's never the perfect moment to start the family. It's never the perfect moment to leave that abusive relationship. It's never the perfect moment to go and get help because you feel like you're at your breaking point. It's never going to be the perfect moment. So guess what? We don't move. We paralyze, we are paralyzed by perfectionism. Whereas boys are, that grow up to be men are trained to take the risk. So if we're going to take the lead and we're going to avoid the downfalls of leadership, to break 
this perfectionism off of our minds and to train our young daughters, to train our mentees to go back and reach somebody else. We have to tell them to do it scared. Take the risk. If you don't get anything else out of this episode, this is the one thing I want you to know. Take the risk to avoid the burnout. Take the risk on telling people no. Oh my God, take the risk. Take the risk on not being the favorite. Take the risk on them not calling you back. Take the risk of them being upset because you made a decision to focus on your own mental health. Take the risk. That's how you're going to take the lead. That's how you're going to avoid the downfalls to leadership because people think just because you lead that you have to have all the answers, that you always have to be responsible at their expense, right, at your expense, but to their benefit. And that's not a leader. You being a leader means you understand that sometimes you have to say no. You have to know that you do have limitations. You're not Wonder Woman. As much as the memes are out there with us with the arm up, showing the muscle with the cape, don't believe the hype. I'm not saying you're not strong, but I'm saying I'm strong enough to say no. I'm strong enough to take the risk and say, hey, I might not, that might not be the popular response, but I'm definitely going to protect my peace. I'm going to protect my families. I'm not going to go home and be giving my kids and my husband the short end of the stick to perform for you. And you don't even really care about me that much. It's about a check for you. This is a transaction. No, 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 ma'am. I'm going to take the risk and say, hey, I can't do it or I can, but these are the ramifications. Here are the boundaries because you're not going to burn me out. And you're not going to kill me before my time. And I mean that literally. My mom was 46 when she passed. That's young. Why? Because she didn't know how to take the lead in her own mental uh, wellness, in her own physical health. And she wanted to be everything to everybody. My mom adopted my three cousins and we were on welfare, but she did not want to uh, say no to them. My mom served at her church. My mom was um, a community liaison. My mom helped programs come to the Inland Empire, which is an area we were are from called Black Infant Health. My mom was fighting for um, after school programs and instituted several after school programs in impoverished um, at risk schools in our neighborhood. My mom was always giving, but she never knew how to take the risk and say no. She didn't know how to say, hey, I need to focus on me. I need to go to the doctor. I need to check on myself. I need to check on my kids. I need to be around to see my grandchildren. My mom died without meeting all of her grandchildren. And she has great-grandchildren now that she will never, ever get to meet. All because it could have been solved by her taking a risk and saying, no, I'm not going to be everything to everybody. And just because I can do it doesn't mean that I should do it. I'm a leader and I'm going to take a take the lead in my life and set boundaries and not say that everybody's emergency is mine. That's the downfall of leaderships. You think that you're always on call. You're not maintenance. That's not who you are. You're not the maintenance man. You're not the doctor. You're not Jesus. You're not the savior that's supposed to come flying in. You're not superwoman. You're not wonder woman. Even with your children, hear me, ladies, hear me, because this one's a sensitive one, because I know plenty of women. I coach um, and do transformation, life coaching with women. In my mentorship group, she leads, period, or take the lead. My mentorship group that we told you about in the other episodes and that you um, probably have known by now if you follow me on social media. And most of them 
want to become everything to their children. Why? Because they felt their parents weren't there and they don't want their children uh, to have the same experience. And I have moms that still make their 18-year-old lunch. They still pack their stuff. They still, uh, you know, do all of these things for them. I'm not saying you can't love your children, but even with them, you have to teach them that at some point you do have to take a risk and say no. And you might think I'm not a good mom. You might not think I'm this or that. I'm not worried about your opinion. I have to protect my peace I have to set boundaries I have to look at my mental health because I'm no good to you if I have a heart attack and that's what my mom had she had a heart attack slash stroke when she should have told everybody to have several seats sit down I can't do it my mom was running for the city councilwoman of Highland when she passed she was coming back from a a basketball game for my brother and she should have told some of the other organizations that she needed to step down from their boards she needed to you know maybe send a liaison or something there's ways you can do it and still be involved but you have to avoid this perfectionism that you have to do it perfect and you can do everything and you can do everything well that's impossible and I'm giving you the license I'm giving you permission to say no (laughs) that's a whole word I'm giving you permission to say I can't I don't have the capacity for that that doesn't diminish your greatness sweetheart that doesn't diminish that you are a leader good leaders know when to hire in expertise that they don't have that's a great leader they know how to empower others to be great I'm gonna tell you now this podcast would not be happening if it wasn't for my amazing producer Jasmine which you'll meet sooner and sooner in these episodes she's amazing Her greatness is producing podcasts. That's not my wheelhouse. Why would I try to burn myself out and take time for my family trying to uh, work, um, (laughs) trying to work controls and do all of this when I can, a good leader knows that's not in my wheelhouse. I'm at my capacity with this. I need to empower someone else that can come and bring more expertise to the table and we can thrive together without me experiencing burnout. You see what I'm saying, ladies? So it doesn't diminish your greatness and you don't have to people please. That's the third one, but we don't have time in this episode for that. That people pleasing, listen, let go and let God. I know that sounds cliche, but they, those people who utilize my mom's gifts and talent in the community, they paid their respects at the funeral. We literally didn't have enough room, and it was a 500-seated church. Congress honored my mom in closed session. I have plaques and certificates. They donated. We raised like $15,000 or something um, for her funeral, um, and all of that that was great but guess what after that they were gone they went on about their lives the organizations continue they voted someone else in her board positions they moved on city um the city of highland found someone else to run in her stead for the republican party that was her party i'm not out here picking parties i'm just saying what she was and everybody moved on we were the only ones left having to deal with the grief of not having our mother. I have a son, Isaac, who never met my mom, right? Liana doesn't remember my mom. My daughter's 22 now. At the time we're recording this podcast, she doesn't remember my mom. The only child that I have that remembers my mom is my oldest, and she died when my mom, um, my mom died when she was five, right? So here's the thing. It's that important for you to understand that no is a complete sentence. 
and it is a part of your leadership vocabulary. You need to know when to say no. Avoid the downfalls. Don't try to people please. It's okay. They might not like you. Let them go come for you on social media. Who cares? As long as you and your family are on one accord or if you don't have a family and you're single and you're ready to mingle, as long as you are at peace with it, you, the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost are okay with your decision, you need to move forward with it because guess what? People will take from you. They will leach you dry and they will not stop to come by and say, hey, you might need a break. As long as you're giving, they're taking. And a real leader, a true leader knows when it's time to take a rest, when it's time to take a break, right? Even a good coach on the team knows if his team starts to play sloppy, what does he do? He calls a timeout. He gives them a break to reset. Give yourself a timeout. Give yourself a moment to reset, to recalibrate. Avoid these downfalls of leadership. You don't have to be everything to everybody. Everybody's emergency is not yours. You're not perfect. And it's okay to say no. Okay. So I hope that this helped you because I'm very passionate about it. As you can probably tell, um, because I saw my mom give her life to a community that appreciated her for a moment, but we were left with a lifetime of grief. Um, not saying that I'm not over it and I'm not healed. I'm just saying, use this, use my journey as a detour. Um, don't let this be your story. Why work so hard to build a legacy of a strong, confident woman and you don't even get to hug your grandchildren? Why? You don't want to do that. You don't get to hug a great niece. You don't get to see what you work for get turned over into the next hand. Maybe you're owning a business. Maybe you're a lawyer. Maybe you are a doctor. You don't get to see your efforts in the future because you couldn't live long enough or you're so broke down mentally that even if you do live, your mental capacity is so limited, you can't even appreciate what you've been building. Don't waste your build. Don't waste your build. If you're building, I'm going to build smart and I'm going to build healthy and I'm going to be at the top of my list. If you're going to take the lead in anything, ladies, take the lead in your own mental health. Do not let the downfalls of leadership trap you. Burnout, perfectionism, and people pleasing. Those are just my top three. I got more. Maybe we might have to do another episode and circle back around to this. But listen. Don't you let those people kill you, okay? You take the lead and you set the boundaries and no is a complete sentence. You don't need to put a comma. You need to put a she leads, period. The answer was no. Let it be no. You don't have to be mean about it. You don't have to be petty about it. It's a boundary. It's to protect your health. And it's okay to not be everything to everybody. The world is not going to fall apart if you choose to take a break. The job is not going to fall apart. If you choose to schedule a moment, a break, a vacation, the marriage is not going to fall apart. It's actually probably going to be better if you take a break. <laughs> the kids ain't going to know what to do without you. Listen, you're going to be 80 years old still making their sandwiches and, make, and waking them up and doing all that. No, you're not. They'll be okay. You're actually helping them by taking a break, taking a little mommy vacation, right? Um, and taking a moment to reset. Your family's going to appreciate you more. If they truly love you and they care about your well-being, they're going to appreciate you taking time out and taking the lead in your own mental health and protecting it. 
and making sure you're healthy. So um, I just wanted to share that that moment with you. That story with my mom is real personal um, because not a lot of people know what she did in the community. Um, and I've seen people build off of what she left, the foundation, and actually became very wealthy off of some of the programs and the curriculum she developed. She didn't even get to eat the fruit of her hand because she no one told her taking the lead is also taking the lead in your own mental health and avoiding some of these pitfalls. So I don't want that to be you. I want you to really focus right now. I really want you to focus, whether you're driving, whether you're watching this at home or you're multitasking, you're working and listening. I want you to think about three things that you need to implement to protect your mental health. Do you if you have worked that job and you have not taken a vacation in the last two years, that is, they might give you a plaque and award for that, but that is not healthy. Tell them to keep their plaque and give you your vacation time, okay? You need to protect yourself. If you can applaud and yourself for, you know, you handling all these things and everybody comes to you for everything, that's not an applause, ma'am. That's an indicator that you need to set some parameters because you're heading for burnout. You're getting ready to take a fall and it might show up in your health. It might show up in a mental breakdown like mine was. It might show up in um, a, um, argument and tension in your family, in your marriage, unnecessary. It might show up in retail therapy. So now you're messing up your credit because you're trying to relieve. It manifests in different ways. And I don't want you to go down a road and not be able to eat the fruit of your labors. I want you to take the lead in your own mental health. So I want you to give me three things that you're going to do to avoid the downfalls of perfectionism, to avoid the downfall of burnout. And so under that's me, I want you to say, Tamara, that's me. Hashtag that's me. I'm getting ready to take my vacation because I'm coming out of people pleasing, right? I want you to tell me what you're going to do to avoid those downfalls. And I want you to tell me how you're going to do it, right? To avoid perfectionism, I'm going to allow myself to be okay with the mistakes, right? I'm not going to vacillate over the shoulda, coulda, wouldas in my life, right? I'm going to learn from them. I'm going to glean from them. So maybe your hashtag will be hashtag that's me. I'm getting over perfectionism. And Tamara, guess what? I am loving this new me. I'm embracing the decisions that I'm making. I'm gleaning from those things that I did uh, make mistakes in in the past. And I'm learning to love myself where I am. So go ahead and give me that hashtag. That's me. And let me know. Right. And forgive yourself. Forgive yourself for those decisions. I really feel that that's important. Um, told you I was a teen mom. I had to forgive myself. The last thing I said to my mom um, we were actually supposed to have a lunch before she passed. The last thing I said to my mom was stay out of my business. That was the last conversation I had with my mom. She was trying to tell me about my marriage and I didn't want to hear it. And that was the last conversation. My mom said, Hey, I don't like not talking to you. She called me, left a voicemail and said, I want to take you to lunch. Um, does Thursday work? I called her back, said Thursday doesn't work. Let's do Friday. My mom passed on Thursday. So, not saying, not giving you the guilt trip, not trying to, you know, make you feel bad, but I'm trying to let you know, forgive yourself. I had to forgive myself for not taking the opportunity to have lunch with my mom on Thursday. Like I should have told the choir rehearsal, somebody else can direct me and my mom is having issues. And that's more important than me directing the song for y'all on Sunday, which I end up not doing anyway, because she passed. So 
priorities. It's the little things. I should have said no to the daggone rehearsal <laughs> and had lunch with my mom and I wouldn't have had to go through the torment and beating myself up, right? I wouldn't have had no regrets. And so forgive yourself for the decisions that didn't get well. You need to do that. That's a part of protecting and managing your mental health is that regret, that disappointment. You need to deal with that. So forgive yourself. That's going to that's going to deal with that perfectionism right there. Forgive yourself for not making the decisions. I should have called off choir rehearsal. I should have told them they would have sung another song. They did not need me. The choir would have went on had if I wouldn't if I would have missed a rehearsal. But in my mind, a leader doesn't miss. A leader always shows up. And I literally missed an amazing a golden opportunity to reconcile with my mom before she passed. Now I reconcile with God and I'm okay and I'm healthy and I'm whole and I've I've forgiven myself for that, but you have this opportunity to avoid that. Maybe you're in it or maybe you you haven't experienced anything like that. I want you to forgive yourself, okay, for a decision that did not go well in your life. And I want you to use my journey to avoid the pitfalls in your own leadership journey. Can we do that? You know I love tracking with you. You know I love you in my community. And so this is going to be our last episode for this season. Oh, I know. I'm sad, too. Um, but me and my producer, we got some good stuff cooking up for you. So stay tuned for the new season that's going to be coming out. And how are you going to know when the new season pops out? You're going to subscribe and you're going to hit that notification button so that it notifies you every single time we drop something new. I don't want you to miss anything, right? Because, again, we coming with some good stuff. We're talking about leadership and taking the lead as a woman. She leads, period. That's what it's all about. No comma, no semicolon, no question mark. It's a period. We know what we're here to do. So make sure you subscribe and hit that notification button. And guess what? Do me another favor. Share, 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 share this episode and tell me on social media how this is blessing you. Like, I want to hear your feedback. Tell me and make sure you tag me in your Insta story. Say, Tamara got me right today. I'm taking the lead in my mental health. Tell me how you're going to do it. You know we love the that's me hashtag. So go ahead and use that. I'll make sure I'll reshare your Insta story on my story. Just make sure you follow me at Tamara Ellison Inspires. And then tag me in the post at Tamara Ellison Inspires. And we'll make sure that we reshare that. Because we wanna, we're here to build community. If you missed the very first episode, go back and listen to it. And that's the whole premise of this podcast. I don't need another um, platform. I'm on 90 million of them. I have coaching. I do um, motivational speaking in the corporate world and as a minister. So I that's there. I created this space to have a community of women who were like-minded, like-hearted, and just needed a space where they could be free to be transparent where they weren't, where they weren't measuring up. Because again, leadership is not about perfectionism. So follow your girl. Let me know what's going on out there. Share the podcast. Tell me how it's blessing you. Tell me what was your favorite episode as we take a break and go and, and we're plotting and planning for season two. Baby, put your wig grip on, okay? We don't want it sliding off. We want you to be real ready for this. Um, for all of those who are like, oh my God, what is wig grip? Google it. You'll find out what it is. <laughs> Black girl chronicles right there okay 
let us know how it's blessing you. Let us know some topics that you want to discuss. Um, for season two, we're going to be bringing it hot and new for you. So make sure you follow, subscribe, and share. All right. Take the lead. Final episode two. Season one was amazing. See y'all season two. Um.